Welcome to Seize the GM. I'm your host, Zended. I am your co-host, Jules. And I'm Garda Mojé. Have you ever had a great idea for a campaign? Do you have a group of friends who want to play an RPG, but you have no one to run it? Do you want to see what the world is like behind the GM screen instead of in front of it? Well, we're here to help you do just that. Each week, the three of us will be discussing various GMing topics, terminology, maps, atmosphere, world building, you name it. So sit back and relax. Let us help you. Improve your art of GMing. One show at a time. Better, better, better. And we are entering the banter segment. Welcome back to another episode of Seize the GM. Hi! It's, it's good to see you, or, well, pretend I can see you from this side of the computer. Yes. Um, yeah. be quiet. The drones, right outside your window, I can see you. Shh. I can see all of you. Everyone that's listening right now, I can see you. And I know what you did. Why aren't you sharing the cookies with me? <laughs> I was going to say, and you're going to go with cookies. <laughs> well, I've got a new cookie recipe, too. Uh, one of my friends sent it to me because I was kind of bummed out. She's like, I'll make these for you. I'm like, can you send me the recipe so, you know, after I'm better, you can I can make them on my own. She's like, yeah, but you got to promise. You can't make them until after, because she's planning on babying me after surgery. So fun. Well, yes, but so I for those of you tuning in at home, as you may have just guessed, <laughs> Jules is going to be having surgery. It is relatively minor, but important. It is something that will help her be a better human. And take I'm going to be a cyborg. Step, yes, one step closer to being our robotic overlord. Yes. Kiss my shiny metal ass. Hatchet man. Scare me so much. I, I'm I'm not even going to go down that road right now. But still, uh, I'm I'm staring at the book he's talking about right now. Yep. <laughs> Zippy has like you know titanium bolts and plates in his ankle. Uh-huh. I have no I have no metal parts inside. I'm like I have I have I have no way to call myself a cyborg. Darn it! He's one up me. <laughs> And At now you're catching up. On Each of us has like some metal bits. Yeah. yeah. Now you're catching up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. As long as I don't set off metal detectors. Even then. <laughs> my knee brace. I, I found it on my work. Um, the metal detector. My knee brace has these wonderful little like flexy metal bits in it, and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. But they set off a metal detector. Uh huh. And they're like, "What the heck is it?" And they're going around my knee, and I, I'm pulling out my pants, and then. They're like, what? The? And, I mean, I already put my cane to the side, and, and, and like, two of the security guards come over and, like, oh, my God, what did you do? Are you okay? <laughs> because I'm trying to balance on one leg so they can scan my knee. I'm like, I'll take the thing off. They're like, no, 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 you're fine. And it was really, they were actually really, really sweet. You know, they helped balance me while I was getting, like, my backpack back on and grabbing my cane. And they're like, do you need any help? I'm like, no, I'm fine. But it, it that's the one thing I love about, like, at least where I work, is everybody, you know, loves treating each other with, like, humanity and respect. Like, we'll, we'll make fun of each other, but... What we'll is this humanity and respect thing you speak of? I know. <laughs> but it, it was just, like, the genuine human kindness, and all of them were giving me, you know, it's just like, all right, uh, they're like, Make sure you ice it. Um, you know, it's just like, hey, every time you, you know, X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And some people recommending is just like, hey, you know, it's like you have extra pillows, like, an hour before you go to sleep. You know, prop your leg up, you know, just so it's, I'm like, I never thought about doing that. You know, it's like, as part of my get-ready-to-sleep routine, I'm like, oh, gosh, they, they care. Yeah. What the heck? Yep. And my husband beat me on the head with an apple, so I mean, like, who's winning? <laughs> I did ask him to toss me an apple, but and he you can't missed throw. it. He can't throw worth a damn. Okay, you <laughs> knew you knew that when you asked. Yeah, she yeah. kind of does do that to herself. I do, I do. 
So, but what have you gentlemen been up to? I have missed you so much. Oh, FYI, I got a 3D printer. I am going to be attempting to print dice. Nice. T-dubs. And I'm thinking for where the high number is, I'll put your guys' initials. It's my first attempt, but first I got to set it up. Okay. All okay. right. Sorry. I just, it just came in. I'm excited. To, but what have you been <laughs> up to? I, I mean, Garde Manger, I mean, and you both live much more interesting lives. And How's the puppy? I know you got a new puppy. Tell me about the puppies. She is amazing um, and highly, highly neurotic. Uh <laughs> But yeah, no, my, she's my usually my, uh, recording companion. I've actually been taking her to the, what will become the Patreon game. Ooh. Um, I've been running Fate on Sundays because we finished up the first, uh, part of the Pathfinder game we were doing. And I'm like, we need to do something else. And they were like, okay, let's do this. And I'm like, Yes, but so I've been taking her to every game since we got her, and yeah, it's she just lays there like right next to me the whole time. Aww. Yeah. All right, we we need to get the the dogger the doggo a costume of some sort. Um, the problem is is that getting her to do anything is tricky. Yeah, but there and, there's always no there's always the inadvertent costume. No, no, it's like if you if you got her on a leash, you attach it to like the collar, and you have like a cape going up, up on the leash, and I was like, okay, now you got Crypto the super dog. I've thought about doing something because I'm I'm gonna take her out for uh, trick or treating when I take my daughter, so I I plan on having that, and I know my love you, it's awesome. He just he just sent us a a, a, a what was it's the name? Dino Mutt. Dino Mutt. Thank Falcon you. And Dino Mutt. I see Dino Mutt as much more appropriate for Zen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was it was Dino something or other. I was like, no, it's not Dino Dog. What is it? Dino Mutt. Yeah. Yeah. But, now, uh, it, but we did kind of figure out what she is. What is she? Um, she is mostly what is called a mountain cur. And it is actually a breed that is native to Tennessee. They actually started them out here as hunting dogs. And she's got a lot of that and a little tiny bit of probably German Shepherd. But I've actually been toying around with the idea of getting DNA testing done on her because she's... When when we got her, they were telling us that she was like three years old, and when I took her to my vet, my vet was like, "Yeah, she's maybe a year and a half." Really? Yeah. So she's oh, still a oh. puppy. And the people that had her before me were like, "Yeah, they were like, oh, she destroys everything." It's like she's a puppy. What did you expect? But the shelter is just making a guess. They don't really know. So their guess was that she was, you know, some German Shepherd mix. Is, is she still cute and waffly though? Uh, she is adorable, and she's amazing. Like, okay, so we just bought a brand new mattress. We're mm-hmm. letting it, you know, expand on the bed. She leaps four feet. Yeah. From a standing, just sitting down, like just leaps up onto the bed. Uh, the other day I watched her when we were running, uh, I had gone out to do like take one of the other dogs out and she actually chased me out into the yard. Didn't run away. As soon as she came up to me, she just like stopped next to me (laughs) instead of like taking off like I was afraid she was going to do. But, yeah, that's my puppy. Aww. I love her. She's so sweet. So, Gardemanger, what have you been up to? Oh, just tell, the usual. Tell, tell, us, tell us about the awesome meetings and, and the cool, cool swingy bits. Oh, awesome meetings are not that awesome. I've just had my normal kind of run-of-the-mill work and life and 
trying to do some writing and fun on the side and exercise. And the swingy bits are probably the exercise where I've been yep. getting up in the air and, and doing kind of fun circus classes and, and learning that whole fun uh, way of movement. Yeah, it's cool. It is very cool. And eventually, eventually I perhaps will be much more uh, proficient in it. In the meantime, <laughs> I've been cooking and working on trying to do a little bit of traveling and uh, otherwise enriching everyone's life with pictures of food and words of legendary stories. Wow. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. <laughs> Just a, a few minor things, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah say, when this comes out, the uh, Earth Dawn card catalog will still be ongoing and wrapping up, and so uh, hopefully you've enjoyed returning to that out there in the wonderful world of listening and reading. And uh, let me know what other systems or settings you'd like me to hit in card catalog. And one of the best ways to let us know is to find us on Facebook with our group, Instagram, Twitter, or better yet, Discord and the Patreon. Drop by Patreon slash Seize the GM. Drop a few dollars our way. We will appreciate it to defray the hosting costs and come and chat with us on Discord. Yes. All those fun things. I can go through it again. <laughs> you probably will near the end. It's but there are, there are links in, in, uh, everything. And the only one that isn't is the one that's off for the Discord, which I believe you just have to go to. Oh, wait, maybe we do have that one. I don't remember. I think no. we do. It's hard to remember. I'm not very, uh, I'm not very we- on tonight. <laughs> The doodly-doo does not have a link to the Discord. To join the Discord, go to SeizeTheGM.com and look for that link. The show notes, or doodly-doo as we affectionately refer to them, includes emails, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook pages, Facebook groups. There's even a Tumblr, though that is probably the one I never see personally, uh, as well as the creation of uh, Gardemoje has his own Facebook page now. Yes, he does. I finally finally did that. But in the meantime, we're talking about something kind of Adjacent to things we've talked about before. Somewhat. Somewhat. Mildly. Mildly. Tonight, so, we're, tonight, 30 second GM bag. You're at home, you're at a con, you've got 30 seconds to make it out the door to go play a game. What do you grab and why? Okay. The bag in my trunk. And what is in the bag in your trunk? It's simple. I have a pad, a pen, a pencil. Of course. I have my backup, I have my main dice bag that I have, I have my Shadowrun dice bag, and then I have the backup dice bag. You could go on Amazon and buy like a bag of dice. It's just, it's just random all types of dice. Mm-hmm. I actually have one of those. I have that in there so I can also lend dice to other people for trying something. Do you know what that doesn't have, those bag of dice? What? Fate dice. That's true, but I have it set already in there. Okay. <laughs> no, but for me, it's easy to get the just the bag of dice because yeah. fate dice are a little bit more, you know. They're specialty. Yeah, but you uh, can you can make them with I, any d6. Yeah. And I have, and things like with me, I always have. You guys have seen me. I, I am pretty much. I I have external tech everywhere. <laughs> I actually have a Kindle, and I bought it. It was like three days before Amazon, the, the Amazon Prime Day. I got a, a cheap ass Kindle Fire. Yep. It was like, tw- I got a $20 one and I had a 128 gig, uh, chip. Slotted that in there. And that's just pretty much a dedicated gaming one. So I load all of my drive through RPG books on there. Uh, I also have like, uh, a couple of P- uh, PDFs of maps. So I can just sketch them out if I want to. And I always have that on me anyway, because it's, it's my, it's, you know, I have my books on there. So, you know, that's, and depending on if, you know, also, you know, sometimes I will actually have uh, extra charge cables and a wee speaker. <laughs> and it's the, it's for me, the wee speaker kind of does help if, uh, for me, when I'm running, especially at a, at a busy con or something else like that, 
having a little bit of light background music kind of becomes the white noise. So I don't hear as much of the, the side crap going on. It doesn't distract me from running the game and I can keep some really cool stuff. Uh, you know, I can still run it and still have it be atmospheric, but it's loud enough. It helps drown that out. You know, I, I don't know if you guys ever have that issue, but. Oh, yes. I, so I usually, I usually have one of those El Cheapo portable speakers. Ah. You know, but that's, that's because I know me and I, I sometimes need some extra crutches and, oh yeah, the most important thing for, for is, um, you know, a, a, a pad, a, bl- a blank paper, you know, lined or not, because you can always write up your own character sheets, but I always have some graph paper, just a couple extra sheets in there. <laughs> and that's, I, it, it's my, it's, you know, ha- it's like MGM will travel. It's just like, you want me to run? Okay, give me a minute. Yeah. How about you guys? What is it? What is in your emergency GM bag? Well, if I don't have one made up, I thought about what's around me in my room here and, and what I would grab just on the way out the door that I could put in the fact that I do have bags. They're just not preloaded for this. Uh, pen and paper, obviously, or pencils, because the blank piece of paper is the most useful thing we've got. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's say core rulebook for the system, if I know what system I'm about to run. A laptop or tablet, if you are a laptop or tablet person, I've got a tablet, an old, old, original-gen iPad that pretty much exists just as a PDF reader uh, for a good gig worth of um, gaming PDFs. I've got boxes of minis. Well, they're really hero clicks, but they're already batched out in boxes, and so I can just grab a box or bag of minis. Even if I'm not using them directly, uh, they're inspiration and decorations. Holy crap! That's okay. Um, I'm going to have to add stuff for the bag. That's brilliant. (laughs) Just wait. Oh, I see. Then there's the binder or empty folder. So any notes I take with that pen and paper actually get put someplace where I can record them and use them to move forward if I need it. And the the old weathered and full binder or folder next to the empty one. Now this is a pure prop. This is the intent for this is it's a pure prop of whatever's next to it. So it's just making people think I have a master plan, even if I'm winging it entirely. Or it could just be a folder full of campaign prompts and adventure ideas, like a beholder needs a new pair of eyeglasses and you have to get them. That's the coolest idea ever. Can you run that campaign for me? (laughs) No, and the thing is, like, here's the other thing. How the heck are you able to diagnose what kind of eye problem it has? What if one is nearsighted, one farsighted, and astigmatism, and how do you make them like my... Well, beholders uh, only have one eye, so it's not really that much no, of a problem. No, 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 no. Beholders yeah, only have like, no. Those, are, eyes. those stalk, stalk eyes don't have, count. The eye stalks need glasses, too? No, they have to have contacts. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you put Good point. <laughs> I'm not putting yeah. them in. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, you, you can't... Yeah, you can't even do, like, a pond's nays kind of thing, like... I mean, one of those one of those bad boys is disintegrating. So no, I'm not going anywhere near those eyes. But yeah, that's kind of what I could running around this room in about thirty to forty seconds put into the bag over there and head out. Oh, uh, one last thing that's not in this room: uh, beer, soda, sparkling mineral water, some kind of refreshing or enjoyable beverage because it's a classic. Mm. And this I way. Know. If it's a last minute, oh, hey, I've got to be at the door in 30 seconds to run a game, I'm not going to bet or, or assume someone's going to have stuff for me where it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep a – I have um, a water bottle I always keep on me almost at all times because it, you nag me to hydrate better, and I kept forgetting. So I'm like, if I have this with me at all times, I won't forget to drink it. And it worked. Yeah, and now I have it. Uh, it's actually carabiner clip to my purse. Good. <laughs> yes, I, I have been drinking a lot of water. I am so proud of myself and hydrating. Yeah. But the, the minis idea—that is—that is such a cool thing. Because you're gonna laugh. I have an for for like my my paper and pens. I have like an old school trapper keeper, like maybe uh-huh. when we were sixth mm-hmm. grade, with like a pencil case and a mini notepad and. All of it's like hole punch and everything, and uh-huh. I just have a I just have a divider blank and written on, 
It'll just have a divider. And one, it's just on one side, it just says blank. And on the other side, it says written shit. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what the system is. Yeah. But yeah, just having bags of excess hero clicks or minis or, or little mini card boxes of them. If you can just grab a fantasy set or a ninja set or something you've already got kind of broken down is useful. Or it could just be fun to like put a click of the juggernaut out randomly while the players are talking about something and just kind of let them draw their own conclusions that, that may be completely unwarranted or may give you an example of what you're actually going to do. Well, that, yeah. I got it. That's probably one of the cool. Darn, man. That's an awesome, awesome idea. I never would have. How do you make sure they don't get smoothed? The clicks, they're pretty resilient. Yeah. They're, they're a malleable, Plastic. You've seen yeah. how I play with my toys. It doesn't well, some matter. Of, some of them get smushed, but these yeah. were all dupes. These are all the dupes and the extras and the ones that were used for gaming purposes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So you get like, all right, if you'd opened a blister pack and you got like a dupe, okay, it's like this one is like, okay, this one is for fun. This one I like in, okay. Yeah, the yeah. tackle boxes of the actual collection that have them all, you know, actually in the one through 182 of that series are over there. The little cardboard box of, of labeled Ninja is literally all of the extra ninjas <laughs> that I used when I crafted the Knight of a Thousand Thousand Ninja story in the superhero game. Yeah. Nice. See, so now nice. you go with that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal that idea and holy crap, if you... If, Going with the Trapper Keeper idea, all I'd have to do is buy, like, a pencil box. Yeah, buy a pencil and box that you can clip into the binder. Yeah. Oh, my God. My... So... All right, all so right. So, I, I, I am a freak when it comes to this. You're not a freak. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. You're just... You're just <laughs> neat. You are unique in comparison. So, let my... Him, let him talk before... My... Yeah, right. So, my bag that I use, it's always... It's always prepped for whatever games I'm currently in the process of, you know, dealing with. So what I have in there is I have a, a, a rolling pencil case with about five or six pencils, pens, a couple of dry erase markers, things like that. Rolling pencil case? Yeah. Like the ones that you roll up. And oh, wrap. oh, 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 okay. Kind of like you would see with, like, brushes or something. Yeah, except oh, mine has a map on it, like a fantasy map from, uh, it might Dude. even be, yeah. I got it on, uh, uh, from China. I got a whole bunch of them. I give them to my players when we first start a new campaign. That's, like, the coolest thing ever, dude. And then, I always have, because I hand make books, I have a handmade book for whatever game I'm going to be running. Now, that may seem really weird and daunting until you realize that I just keep the same book stuck in my bag. So, I also keep a copy of the core rulebook. Smart. Because you never know when you'll need to hand it to somebody to look something up while you're also looking something up on your either tablet or laptop. Okay. Which I carry both. I have my tablet and I also have my laptop. There's a reason for that because anytime lately that I'm gaming, I'm recording my games. Oh yeah. So I have my mixer and five lavalier mics in my case right now. Oh, my God. With all of my power cords, everything. It's all in there. I don't generally have to carry a a map because I have notebook. And lately I've been running a lot of fate stuff, so I don't have to have really detailed maps. I can just quickly draw, like, here's a house, here's this. There we go. But if I don't... What I do is I generally tend to draw the maps for, like, a huge series of an adventure on the back of one-inch gridded wrapping paper. 
and then I just fold them all up so that they fit like a really small thing with all the maps that I'll need. And then I'll take and take another sheet that's about six feet long, cut it off, and then fold that one up that's just blank. Wow. Yeah. Oh my I the the I, I just picked up um I can't remember what the heck it is. It's like one of those super duper mini podcast recording thingies and it's got like a two zoom. inputs. Something like that. Yeah. I just picked up one of those. I might want to think I want to pop that in there. Oh. And that reminds me, something I should put in there. Batteries. Yeah. If you need them. batteries. Yeah. The more electronics, the more you're going to want those. Yeah. So I don't, I don't use, well, I have a bunch of minis. If I have like a quick, I have to get out the door. I, there's a company called Arclight. And what they do is they do standees that are printed on a clear piece of plastic. And they make them for, like, Western, superhero, fantasy, science fiction. Like, they've got all these different kinds. They've also got, like, spell effects. And you can, like, have all of these in, like, you know, something that takes up, like, the size of a comic book. And you could have, like, 300 minis with you. (laughs) Holy cow. So instead of carrying actual minis... If I'm if I'm like I gotta get out of here because I need to, grab, I'll just grab one of those packets and just throw it in my bag. That's so awesome. And since I don't really need like a binder or anything because I write all of my notes in a handmade book, so I don't really carry like a lot of the extra stuff. But like I said, I've got a tablet and a laptop and the main book plus a, a handwritten book. And then I've got all of my electronic stuff for recording. Now, if I, if, but that's because all of that's already together. I've got, like, all of my mics are in hard cases so that each mic, all of the gear that goes with that one mic is all together. So I just take that out, open it up, plug the two things in, plug it into the mixer, hand them their mic. That is, that's really clever. And the mics that I got fit inside of the, you know, the hard plastic crayon cases that you can buy at, like, Walmart for, like, 99 cents. That's all that I use to store them. Dude. Yeah, for <laughs> you, 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 what, I, what I actually had in the bag and, until um, it got stepped on at a con. Um, uh, I had a, a sewing machine, an old one, and I had all these bobbins and I stored the bobbins in a lipstick case and I used those as people markers. Yeah. But how you're, it's like, but sorry, you're talking about how you organize everything and all nice and. The only reason that I have those is because I've had where somebody was like, dude, I want you to run this thing. Okay. Give me a second, and I can just grab the couple of things that I need. Mm-hmm. If if it's a game that requires those, like Fate doesn't really require like a marker, like here's where you are, here's where you are. Like it's a lot more theater of the mind, less tactical movement around on a map. Mm-hmm. So it has a lot more flexibility when it comes to that. So I don't have to carry minis. You know, like when I was when I was not doing this, like I had a whole case that every week I would go through, figure out what they were going to possibly encounter and put them all in. I had a like a like a little box that had all of the minis for most of the game. And I would go through and like if there was a room and I needed to have like torture implements, I went and I got all of my torture implements and, and put all of those minis so that I could make the room look cool. On just a a regular map. Yeah. Oh, just on a, on. A, this is going to sound silly, but also, uh, like the, how you're. Sorry, this this was. I don't know what exactly sparked this other thing, but in the emer in your emergency, you know the the emergency gamer bag for all games. I probably would actually get like a, a 
a teeny bottle of uh, hand sanitizer, decongestant, and uh, like Tylenol or something. Yeah, and we can do the bigger, longer no, it, e- episode at some time. I mean, I've got, for travel, I've got a DOP kit already set out and ready to go through airport security, and that has all of the stuff you need. And yeah. that same logic uh, for the 30s, I'd say that same logic for like my general gaming gear. It's different from my 32nd year. Yeah. Yeah, mine is. That's that's just because, oh, and I was sorry. I'm sorry. It's not Arc Light. It's Arc Night. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I think, or I think mine's like a Zoom or something like that. Yeah. You're, you have a Zoom? I think. I have to look away. I got, I got a, I, it was on sale and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll pick it up. Send me a picture of it. I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah. We can do that later. But yeah, no, like, they have all kinds of crazy things, like Dragonborn, Pirates, Animals, Mankind Horde, what, Goblin Zombies. Dude. And then they've got Cyberpunk Starfaring. And they've got, like, 80 page box of fantasy maps that are already done, like. And then, like, if you know you're running something for, like, like Pathfinder, they have in their stuff, they have these pawn sets and they're like the full, like you can buy the monster manual box, you know, monster man or the bestiary one, two, three, four, five, six. And like, I think like inner sea fix, but it's, it's just round. Like one inch round, two inch round, three inch round, uh, hard cardboard pawns with a face or, you know, artwork on one side or both sides. And they can, you can do those. And so I guess what you can take away from this listening along at home is there are a couple of things that all of us tend to grab and that are probably things you have somewhere near you anyway. But, Listening to what we would grab for a 30-second gaming bag, or if we've got a gaming bag for emergency gaming situations set aside, which sounds most like you? And more importantly, what do you grab that we didn't include? And for that, you can find us and share with us your thoughts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, the Patreon, and more. Links are all in the doodly-doo to this wonderful podcast, or you can go to Instagram.com slash Seize the GM, Twitter.com slash Seize the GM, the Facebook page is Facebook.com slash Seize the GM, with the group at Facebook.com slash group slash Seize the GM. <laughs> yeah, we, we see, like that Seize the GM thing. That may mm-hmm. be something we've leaned into as a brand. <laughs> now, so find us, tell us what we forgot, tell us what you would take, or tell us if there's anything that you thought we were completely brilliant about. And in the meantime, we will go ahead and roll right into. And now we enter Stat Blocks. This is a segment where you can use something that we've created in your game tonight. All right, Zen, go. All right, so mine is really hard to uh, read. Because what I'm actually doing is, I, my, my stat block is actually a map. So can we just post that on seizethegm.com and link to it in the stat block? Yeah, it'll be in the, the media stuff. So yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes. You'll be able to grab it. It'll be on the website. Fancy. Yeah. It'll even be PDF, so you can look at it on your tablet or your phone even. I make it do I make it do things like that. <laughs> but it's it's gonna be I've done a few of these in the past where it was like little things here and there. This one's actually like a full eight and a half by eleven map. So what's it what's it a map of? That's a secret. You'll have to wait and see. Promises promises. <laughs> I know, right? I'm full of those. It could be a dungeon maybe. Who knows? Well, I'll go ahead and throw mine out there then. All right. And it'd been a while, so I decided to go back to to a person. Oh. Uh, for your, let's say, for your 
use and campaigns. Uh, Gillette Corbadora. Every once in a while, you will need access to some place you are not supposed to be. Gillette is who you can turn to. Uh, simply put, uh, Gillette elides between the fringes of high society, just in enough to be in, but not in as to be universally recognized, and the dives and drags are just innocuous enough to slip in without standing out like a polished set of cufflinks. The strange chameleon-like ability Gillette has is matched only by the number of people who owe him favors, them favors. Need tickets to a ball? Low down on the latest gang rumble? Gillette can help you with both. Invaluable and reliable. Until you realize why people always owe Gillette favors. You didn't think twice when you took the helping hand and a little bit of information. You weren't worried one way or another when all Gillette said was, I'm sure you'll square up the account if need be. You laughed at that, till the chit was called in. You could see the vaguest hint of a bruise on Gillette's face, hidden well under the base, but the rush job left a few things unhidden. There was no fear or want in Gillette's eyes. A simple, steely look and one phrase triggered the next great adventure you could never tell anyone about. The prince has finally been lost. Gone out to the hidden glade to welcome the emissary. Ooh. Wicked, dude. Oh my god, that was wicked. I like it. Um, I'm probably going to have Zippy listen to that and then <laughs> steal it for his campaign. That's what the stat block is for, to yeah. let these ideas propagate out into the world of campaigns. Yep. No, but here's the thing. I'll be able to, maybe in a month or so, be able to tell you how it came out because he's been looking for something like that. <laughs> it's his nice. first time running Fit Bed, and I, I know he can run with something. Oh, my God, you're so brilliant. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, Jules, I know that you have been a bit on the busy side of late. Busy and injured, and I also had a birthday, so yeah. <laughs> ah, birthday's birthday. Well, hey, look, I made a successful orbit around the uh, around the sun, so I'll count that as a, as an achievement. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it it has been crazy this last couple of weeks for you. So I think we'll just let you slide on this one. This let time. It slide. I, I have something that will work for, for the next one, and I apologize to all y'all, and I will come up with something better, and uh, please forgive please forgive my negligence. Please forgive her. Okay, so, well, let's go ahead and flip on into uh, our next segment. Lexicon, where we give you cool words to help improve your vocabulary. Okay. This one is, uh, it's fun. Although it's not very hard. Uh, opaline. Mm-hmm. Which is a adjective. Meaning opal-like. Yep. Pretty much resembling an opal. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no other definition that they, that, uh, Merriam-Webster has given me on their illustrious website. Uh, the first known use is 1784. And the lookup popularity is the bottom 20% of words. So, it's not very popular, pretty old, as far as Americans are concerned. And rather descriptive. <laughs> and mm-hmm. rather, rather simple and descriptive. So, so there you go. That's our fun little lexicon word. That's a good one. It's it is. It's we're we're getting through some some pretty fun ones now, and so yeah, I can hardly wait to see what comes up next time. But guys, we have just beat this one in pretty uh, pretty tight order. It's good to have so, an efficient episode every once in a while because we can yeah. uh, drone on sometimes. We can. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I missed a couple because life's been crazy and 
then there was Gen Con and and oh my god. Yeah. That's why we have multiple hosts of this yep. of the podcast. It rotates it for a reason. Yeah. Except Zen, we can't seem to get rid of him. I know. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. We'll see. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do these uh closing remarks and let's go ahead and get on out of here. So Jules, do you get uh, Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, since I didn't create anything, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> Alright. Um for me, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go with an with a oldie but goodie. I'm actually going to recommend a <laughs> I feel so embarrassed for, for recommending this. But I'm actually going to recommend watching um any right now because it's coming up with fall, watch any old like you know, Shakespeare uh movies like Othello or Midsummer Night's Dream or anything else like that. Especially ones that take um oh gosh, what was it? Much ado like much ado about nothing. But they I've seen it done in like old in you know, in the standard, you know, Elizabethan Shakespearean times, but I've also seen it where it was moved to, you know, not uh, like World War One uh, era. It's a the thing is you can find out that there are kind of universal story elements, so you can tell a lot of these stories, but shift the time thing. So it, it kind of gives you a perspective. Yeah. It sounds kind of weird. So if you're watching, there was a Midsummer Night's Dream uh, with. Um, uh, 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 with, uh, with Klein and, and, uh, uh the yeah. chick that played Isla McBeal, I cannot remember her name for the life of me, but, uh, uh, Calissa Flockhart, but it's like, you, you think of, yep. And Stanley Tucci, more importantly. Oh God, Stanley Tucci's the best. But the thing <laughs> is that they're taking it out of, you know, like, you know Shakespeare's time, but they're and they're making it more modern. But the story still holds up. So, like, if you got an idea, but you're like, oh, it's not going to work. What stories, the tragedies, the histories, the comedies? They're they're wonderful. The stories are phenomenal. But it also shows that well, you don't have to be locked in a very specific time frame, and it but you can still tell the exact same story. Otherwise, but it gives you really cool ideas on how to do it. Yes. And it's Shakespeare. And Shakespeare for me is always just delightful. And like, you know, also like Kenneth Branagh is awesome. And always watch him if you can. But like I said, there was, I, I, I can't remember, it was, I think it was Much Ado About Nothing. And Nathan Fillion is, is I can't remember, uh, when it came out, but it wasn't, it wasn't too long ago. And it's hilarious. And I'm sorry, Nathan Fillion sings like, "Yes, I am an ass." I'm like, "Oh God, it's great." <laughs> but you're you're seeing how they can still pull a lot of this off. But you're like, oh, "Okay, so that the, you're yes, world learning is really important." But sometimes you can figure out teeny weeny modifications of the story where you don't even change the dialogue. And you can still make it work, and people aren't going to raise an eyebrow, and you'll still be on the ground, rolling on the floor, laughing your brains out. Yep. So, you know, take the classics and figure out how other, you know, there's a bunch of stuff on Netflix and Hulu, and maybe get a couple things on YouTube. And if you can see a live performance, one of the ones you can, I actually saw was when they, I saw Julius Caesar done kind of as a passion play with no prop, with, with like no settings, and the very basics of props and costuming. Now, was this the much ado that took two weeks to shoot that was done between a bunch of other projects? I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I, I, Demisoff and Amy Aker? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I still laugh my butt off. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it's Shakespearean scenes are so much of a built-in thing for actors and for the theater. It's something they all can do and love to do for the most part. Uh, yeah. With a few small exceptions, but the much ado about nothing. Uh, the another good example is Baz Luhrmann's William Shakespeare Romeo and Juliet for the, mm-hmm. from the nineties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it 
That's John Leguizamo, right? Yeah, that's where John Leguizamo's Tibble. Yeah, I'm sorry. He he could actually pull off Tibble. Uh, it was very sinister and menacing. And, and a lot of people have issues with it, but still, you found out like, it still worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I say, it, it. I will not go into Shakespearean theory <laughs> and theater at this point. We're winding down. That's a yes. whole other episode. We'll come back to it at some point when we discuss how you use dramatic theory in your gaming. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the reason I kind of brought it up is because it's we're going to start fall soon. Ren fairs are coming up right now, and there's a and you know me looking at my my Ren fair costume very sadly. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go this year, am I? So you know, and I'm like, I was feeling bad, and then I, I watched some old Shakespeare, and I'm thinking, you know what? I could tell this type of story, but I can make it in an underground utopia. Let's see if it, yeah, that'd work, and. If you go and watch the one, watch the first, if you've never seen it before, watch and enjoy the story. If you can see a live performance, I saw, it was, I think it was King Richard II, I think. And the costumes of everybody, they were dressed up kind of, of out of like a clockwork orange. And instead of swords, they were using pool cues. Because the royals were kind of thugs in that time. So they, they made them actually look like that. And they dressed up like, you know. I'm like, oh, what a cool take. Yeah. So it, it gives you kind of other ideas on, you know, so a lot of us, especially when we're trying to world and everything else, everything becomes so rigid. And, well, Shakespeare, in a way, is timeless, so I recommend it for everyone. And if you can go see a live performance and a bunch of them should be popping up, go see one. You it Especially if you can do an outdoor theater or something like that, especially in the fall with wine. Is it wait? If you if it's the fall where you are, what she means by it's the fall is not it's right now, but it's that the temperatures are now under 80 degrees by mm-hmm. 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> that won't happen where I am for a few more months. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know. So if you're listening to this, when we say it's fall, go watch a play outside, we mean when the temperatures are, are actually dropping below to a reasonable Below me- person melting. Yeah. It's still 80 degrees at, at 9 o'clock at night here. Yeah. Yeah. But Horrible. I, sorry, rambled yeah. on a little bit too much, but, you know, Shakespeare is awesome. So. <laughs> Zen, what do you have? Okay. So, do you like Conan? Do you enjoy Minecraft? Have you ever wondered... What it would be like if you took those two and mashed them together, then I have just the thing for you. Because there's a game that almost follows these two things. And that is Conan Exiles. Now, it's it was not meant to be like that, I don't think. But it's a it's a survival fantasy type of game. You can play it alone, you can get a couple of people, you can play co-op, you can play online against anybody. And I have been playing it with my wife, and it is, it's fun. And if you're one of those people that's like, I have to get all the trophies for a game. There are, you can go in and do like admin things so that you don't die really fast if that's, you know an important thing for you. Uh, you can get yourself certain gear. So it works kind of like creative mode in Minecraft, but you can still get all of those like trophies and, and awards and everything, even if you have all of those. <laughs> so it's, it's just a fun game, and a lot of it feels very Conan-esque. You actually, Conan's actually in the game, and you can go find him. Really? Yeah. And it feels like a Conan story. It's a lot of fun. So. All right. And I'm going to really quickly just recommend chess. It's simple. It's straightforward. But I hadn't played it in a long time. So I've been playing it again. And it's a kind of good and humbling experience to get my tail beat left and right because of how out of practice I am. But uh, that's kind of where I recommend
Keep gaming. That's kind of where I recommend. Nice. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up, and we will see you guys in two weeks. Keep gaming. Bye-bye. You can contact us or the show using Twitter, Facebook, or plain old email. Our Twitter accounts are at Zendead, at Jules Podcaster, and at 2050GardeMoget. And the show's Twitter account is at SeizeTheGM. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash SeizeTheGM. Or chat with us and other RPG lovers in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Seize the GM. You can email questions or comments to the show at admin at seizethegm.com. And if you have a few bills you want to send us, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. And we thank you. Joining us for this episode of CCGM. Feel free to leave a comment about this episode on our webpage, www.seizethegm.com. Let the dice fall where they may, and we'll see you all again next week. Seize the GM is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. All copyrighted materials referenced herein are held by their respective owners. No infringement intended, and no claim of ownership is implied. The music for the show is Dreaming Spirit off the album Ghost Machine by the Enigma TNG. His music is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license.